Yo, what's up? Welcome to another episode of Mostly Low Budget Movie Reviews. I am your host, Clarence. Thank you for tuning in. In today's episode, you guys know I like to give you the latest releases if I can. And this weekend, we had two. Uh, the highly anticipated Nope from Jordan Peele, which I released on opening day. So go check out that spoiler-free review. And then Netflix dropped another one of their huge budget originals, called The Gray Man, starring uh, Ryan Gosling and Chris Evans. Billy Bob Thornton's in this one, too. He has a small role. And if I read correctly on this, I wasn't doing research, but I was looking up what the movie was, and the budget clocked in at like $200 million. But at the same time, what most people don't know, and I don't want to get too nerdy here, Netflix pays the talent up front for the projected back end, uh, since big name actors, you know, they get a piece of the box office and they won't get any kind of box office here because this is, you know, really primarily streaming. Anyway, this is listed as an action movie, uh, clocks in at over two hours. So what is this one about? Well, we start out with six, Ryan's character. Uh, he's in prison and he's being recruited by Billy Bob for some kind of secret agent team. Then we fast forward 18 years. That's right, 18 years. And he's on this job, spoiler free. He does the job, but the person he was there to kill gives him something that will expose, you know, the people that he works for. Now, he tells his handlers that the guy didn't give him anything. He didn't find anything. and But they don't believe him. So they decide to have him tracked down and eliminate him. And that's pretty much the setup. That's where I'll stop. From there, he needs to obviously stay alive and figure out what's really going on. Oh, and there is this little girl that needs to be saved, but spoiler free, you'll find out about that when you watch it and how that sets up. But anyway, what did the pros think? So they came in at a 50% on the rotten scale with the audience at an impressive 90% on over 100 ratings. So that's a huge discrepancy. But I kind of know why, you know, I got a vibe as to why uh, I'll discuss that later. But first, let me get to these positives. And when they said action, uh, yeah, <laughs> they meant it. I see where all of that money went right away. There are some pretty uh, nice set pieces here. The the fight on the plane. Uh, there's this firefight in a town square with a train and a bus uh, crash explosion setup thing. Well, it was pretty cool. Uh, the fight choreography was good. I mean, it's not, you know, wick level good, but very few movies are, uh, definitely solid cast, good performances all around. Uh, the story was pretty typical for this type of movie. And that's where my negatives start. This borrows heavily from a lot of different sources and action movies like James Bond and Jason Bourne and the aforementioned, uh, John Wick, um, but the execution is just a little bit off, a little bit downgraded. So it comes off as more of a copy instead of inspiration. You know, it's kind of a fine line where you're just doing what somebody else is doing and you're doing something like somebody else did. And we see the inspiration there, but it's not, you know, just a direct copy. A lot of movies do this. Uh, actually, <laughs> it's funny because um, Nope!, Peel's latest movie, you see a lot of Spielberg influences, but he's not copying Spielberg. But anyway, go check out that review if you want more on that. 
But anyway, there are some pacing issues here as well. It's definitely too long. They could have cut a lot of this stuff out. And it's PG-13. Now, I'm not saying that as a negative. Being PG-13 is fine. But for me, you can't have torture in a PG-13 movie. I mean, that's not really going to work because it felt a bit out of place. I mean, I get it. They want to show the bad guy is really bad, doesn't have a conscience. Okay, cool. He's a really bad guy. But we don't need the torture to show that. So they got two choices here. Either cut out the torture parts. I mean, you could talk about it and hint at it like he's going to do something. But either you're going to go there or you're not going to go there. So if you're going to go there, go all the way there. Make this a rated R movie. And then we can get all the blood and all that stuff with the you know people getting shot and all that. Or don't put it in there at all. That's just my perspective on that. Uh, and the ending, again, the ending felt like it was another uh, setup for a sequel. Like they're trying to create some kind of franchise here. And I haven't talked about this one in a while, but vets of my podcast know I always say this. Just make your movie. If there's another story to tell, cool, that'll find itself and work its way out. If this is successful and there's another story to tell, then tell it. But don't write it in a way where it feels forced. They clearly wrote this ending expecting you know it to do well and say, well, we wanted to have a sequel here. Just, just tell your story. It's not necessary. But I don't want to beat this one up too much. Let me bottom line this one for you. Did I enjoy it? And yeah, yes, I did. I will put this one right at a 77% on the rotten scale. Like I said, it's too long. Uh, the ending was weak for me, and it's just not very original. But it hits enough of the right markers for this genre to be a solid watch. I mean, of course, there's the comedic elements there and the one-liners and stuff. Plenty of well-choreographed fight scenes. The large set pieces, the good performances by the cast. Everybody was into it. Um, if they would have been a little bit more brave with the movie and did something just a little bit different instead of just copying what a lot of other people have done, it would have elevated things quite a bit. But for what it is, it's definitely one of the better uh, streaming uh, action movies, uh, you know, in this genre. Um, but yeah, but like I said, uh, you know, the critics are going to be super critical about the whole copying thing. So and hence, you know, it's like I said, long run time is kind of bloated. So, yeah, the, you know, critics all, you know, hit on all those notes. And the audience, of course, you just want to have fun. You just want to watch a movie. And that's what this is. It's a popcorn movie. This definitely felt like a big budget in the theater type movie that you're getting at home. And it's fun. So, yeah, I mean, the audience isn't going to care about some of that other stuff. Which is why, again, I'm endorsing it. It's not 90% good, but yeah, it's a good watch, solid watch. So if you're not going to go to the movies and horror is not your thing, because of course, Nope is the movie to see this weekend. But if you want to stay at home, watch an action movie, yeah, definitely check this one out. And with that being said, I'm going to close it out right here. If this is your first time, don't make it your last. This has been a Pod Bean production, mostly low-budget movie reviews with Clarence. I am up on all streaming platforms, and I do mean, well, I don't mean all streaming platforms because I'm pretty sure there's something out there I'm not on, but all the major players like Spotify, Apple, iHeart, uh, I mean, you name it, uh, Google, I am up on pretty much all the streaming platforms now, so you don't have to listen to it on podcasts 
on Podbean, I mean. Uh, you can just listen to it anywhere you normally get your podcast. So, uh, yeah, put me in rotation. Like I said, you know, I give you a movie review 10 minutes or less most of the time. And, you know, I have a pleasant voice. So there's that. <laughs> but anyway, thank you again for tuning in. Thank you for the support. Uh, I'm probably going to drop another review. I need, still need to do my father's review from last week. If you don't know what I'm talking about, I'll explain that when I record it. But, yeah, thank you very much, and I will see you guys next time. Peace.